0: Do you like music? Do you like playlists? Do you like awesome music in a playlist chosen by the Book Interrupted members, inspired
1: by the books? Yeah, I thought so. Go to www.bookinterrupted.com to find our cycle song picks.
2: You're welcome. Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of
3: Book Interrupted. When my dad passed, that song was all I listened to. And what does this say about this is Meredith's love life? Love life?
0: (laughs) Depressing. My whole
1: health strategy right now is about good stress. I'm like, oh,
0: this was a memoir and it's mine. (laughs) For Sarah, it's the worst. I hate you. Sarah will do like four tarot card readings in one day. It's uh, some dark stuff for sure. so is it contained behind a cage to protect her from her clumsy self? (laughs) Who said that? The the waxer. The waxer said that? I'm going to do your horseshoe of death now. My body and soul. Mind, body and soul. Uh, Inspiration is uh, And we're going to talk uh, on book
2: Welcome to Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions. During this band book cycle, we're reading Ashley's fan book pick, When Dad Killed Mom, by Julius Lester. This book was banned for sexual content and genital references. If you'd like to follow along, this book cycle is from February 1st to April 1st. Jenna and Jeremy knew their parents' marriage was in trouble, but no one could have predicted what would come next. Now, with mom dead and dad in jail, Jenna and Jeremy must recreate a family of their own. Let's listen in to this episode's group discussion.
3: So welcome back. This is the second and final episode for When Dad Killed Mom. And we are joined with everyone today. And I'm very excited to see how everyone thought like the rest of the book was. Thanks. And oh, the author is, I've got it right here, Julius Lester. Oh, you actually have a copy of the book. Nice. I have it because Kim, remember the last episode? So Kim was
1: like, I might have two books. And she did. So she just
3: like <laughs> oh,
1: sent it awesome. to me in the packaging. I'm pretty sure that it, it came to her in. Totally, I didn't even open it.
0: <laughs> I like, like, fuck this. And just forward it on. Here, take it. Great. Oh, that's awesome.
1: As we talked about last time, the audiobook wasn't doing it. I was like, I've never. I knew it was short, but I was like, I can't.
3: Because I know you were saying "Uh, the girl's voice. It was kind of annoying. And so I was wondering if you felt it was still annoying, but I guess you finished... When did you switch from audio to the physical
1: book? I gave up on the audio like very early on. Yeah? Oh. Once Kim was like,
3: do you want the book? I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah, so I finished it all the way with audiobook from beginning to end because I didn't get an actual book. Did you get an actual book or did you read it all on Google Books?
3: I ended up just reading it all on Google Books because I got like an email updating me on shipping or whatever. And by the time it got here, I was like... (laughs) I'm going to be moved on to the next book that we're reading. So there's no point. So I just finished it all on Google Books.
2: Cool. I love that we all
3: read it differently.
2: Mare did a little bit of both. You did Google Books. I did Audiobook and Kim did Jeff's solid book. That's cool. I didn't like that actress's voice right to the end. but... But you got used to it eventually.
1: I think you were supposed to though. The beginning of the book, it's kind of written so that you kind of are like, oh, Jenna, yeah. right? Like you kind of feel <laughs> yeah. Like, what's with this kid? And it's because she's 14. Yeah. Maybe they even talk about it, like she's like full of hormones, basically. Maybe you're supposed to feel that way about her because then by the end of the book, you don't feel that way about her. She's yeah, still I mean. kind of teenagery and she's still like herself. But I think the book kind of did a good job of showing that, like, sometimes when tragedy hits, you lose somebody close to you. For some people it makes them and for some people it breaks them. Either they've got it together and then they fall apart or they maybe didn't have it all together and then like change their course. They kind of showed a good example of both that where the boy, he went into himself, didn't want to do all the stuff he's supposed to do. And then the daughter was like, I'm just going to get straight A's now because I realize all that other stuff doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. All of us know somebody who's lost somebody close to them. And you see that real examples
3: of that in life. Yeah, I think that's really interesting too, because it there's such a dynamic of people who go through, like siblings who go through the exact same thing, but experience it completely different and how they choose to deal with it can be complete opposite. So I thought that was really interesting to see in the book too, because that's been my experience in real life is I had a dad pass when... I was, I think I was 12 or 13, so like very similar to the ages in the book, and I have two other siblings, and we all experienced that so differently, even though it was the same event, right, so that was kind of cool for me to read, too, because I really related on hearing about a situation from different people and being like, wait, that's not how I think it went, you know. Yeah, Yeah, you don't know where the truth is. It was good. Yeah, exactly right. I think the truth sometimes can be each person thinks it's something different, you know, like someone could be explaining something to you and you're like, that's not the truth, but that's their truth. That's how they seen it. That's how they experience it. I am happy that the book still had both perspectives because that was really cool.
1: The other thing about truth too is it also like highlighted how your relationship with people really affects whether or not you're going to believe them or not. But I want to believe them because I care about them. And like your, your need to believe is, you know, that's just so human, just wrapped up in our relationships.
3: Absolutely. I'm sorry to hear about your dad too. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. It's been a really long time and kind of interesting to piggyback off of that is your life changes so much after someone, especially immediate to you, passes away especially at that young age, you're already going through so many changes. So to deal with the passing of someone, it was very therapeutic almost to read it for me because when it happened to me, I was like, oh my God, no one in the world has ever gone through this. I can't believe I'm the only person at 13 years old going through the loss of a a parent. It was cool to read it for me because As annoying as like I thought both main characters were at certain points, I was kind of the same way in some aspects, so I felt almost like I was writing it at points.
1: Do you think that how the author wrote her experience being like, it just feels like I I can't talk to anybody because they don't really know. And then she meets that friend who knew, yeah. like, do you think that like the author kind of nailed it, the internal feelings of um, oh, for the sure. kids? Like, it seemed to me like, I was, yeah, actually, at the beginning of the book, I was like, oh, whatever. But then I felt like the author did explore all those things kind of nicely, the internal yeah. conflicts that
3: are related. Yeah, to I think he did a pretty good job, actually. I wish I had my diary from that age. I threw it out like years ago because it was (laughs) so depressing, but it would have been so cool if I kept it because reading that, I totally remember being in that same state of mind and feeling that. And yeah, finding someone that you can actually talk to and relate to. It's such a relief, you know, like you almost feel like you're going back to normal because you're talking to someone who is listening and understanding you. And I think that's something people have a hard time connecting with when they lose someone close to them.
0: I'm wondering what was annoying about her. I didn't really find her annoying. Maybe I forget. What specifically?
3: I think I was mostly just annoyed with sometimes I feel like her train of thought or I don't know, maybe the way she did things. It just felt young, to me. <laughs> so youth is annoying. But it did. It did feel young, right? Yeah, like, it's yeah, good. I like like it. she was kind
1: of obnoxious some way. Yes. She would say something and then, you know, maybe she didn't really mean it just because she's mm-hmm. like, Ugh. you know.
3: But I, I think it's just the attitude going through the changes of puberty and losing. You think your dad mm-hmm. killed your mom, you know? Like that's yeah, huge, yeah, yeah. right? So I can understand why she's kind of annoying sometimes.
2: I found her annoying too, but I think in the audiobooks they really played it up. So, yeah. you know, maybe on the page, I was saying this in my personal journal, maybe because I had to record mine twice. So maybe I didn't, or maybe I did say this. <laughs> I know, Just I never like, know what to, am I trying to say the same thing know.
1: again? And I can't.
2: Well, my audacity like abruptly turned off and then it said, <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: And I was, was like, Shit. sorry, we don't like this personal journal.
2: <laughs> and I was like, damn
0: it. Take two. <laughs>
2: Right. I was like, they do. I'm not sure if, it was, if she'd come off that way on the page or if this is actress, mm. because the way she would say it, she'd be like, Oh God, ugh, I'm such a bitch. Sometimes the tone she would use, she would use it. Like, I guess, Jenna, if she was a
3: teenager, would be like, uh, oh, eh, eh, like kind of whiny. And yeah, whatever. I think that's what it was. It was, I felt like she was whiny. And of course, realistically obviously she's going through a lot but to sit there and read a book about it I'm just like shut up stop complaining your dad just you know at just at some point but then again maybe it also hit a personal note for me I was like I was pretty annoying then too so it might have felt like a little too personal I don't know
0: you're like shut up Jenna you're making us look bad
3: (laughs) I'm like oh this was a memoir and it's mine (laughs)
1: When you picked the book, did you think, did I pick this book because of, you know, my yes. past? Or did Once you think that after you read it? Being like I, oh. yeah, I thought
3: that after I read it. Because I read so many mystery, true crime, I'm always drawn to that. And then after reading it, I've been doing a lot of healing about my childhood in that age specifically. I've recently went to my hometown I'm originally from Ontario and then I moved to mm-hmm. BC in high school and I didn't go back for almost 12 years due to just kind of trauma and stuff like that. And I went back for a friend's wedding and I got to heal so much of that trauma. So it was almost a kind of a perfect book for that. If you felt like it wrapped it all up. for you're like me. on the healing train and you're like, exactly. well, time for yes. this book. It's time. Yeah. For it. So I think maybe subconsciously I picked it because I knew I needed to go through that. Maybe. I don't know.
0: It's like a lot of times when a book comes in your life, or at least when you read a book, like the timing matters. So yeah, exactly.
3: Right. And if things are meant to be, I think I was meant to pick that book. So yeah. Kara would love this. Kara always says that she's like the right book at the right time. She loves it.
0: Right. She's She's going to listen to this and be like, Ooh, I wish it was there. (laughs) I like taking a book and just randomly opening it and like reading a sentence. It's kind of like tarot cards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, oh, why? I needed to hear this right now. Even if it's like, and then she went to get
3: the pickles. <laughs> it's true. I am hungry. And maybe she did. Need a snack. I do need a pickle. That, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of that, there's actually a trend on TikTok right now where you grab the closest book to you. You open it up to page 30 and the first sentence is supposed to describe your love life. Let's do it right now. Right now. Oh, I
2: will. Okay, hold on.
3: Okay, hold on. Let us all get our books. Closest book. Closest book. I have a kid's book, so.
1: Okay, I'm doing it with When Dad Killed Mom. Page 30. First full sentence. That Sunday, it seemed like my question about him and Karen getting divorced made him remember because he started talking about her and there was a sadness in his voice like he missed her.
0: And what does this say about this is Meredith's love life? Love life? Depressing. Oh, it's pretty sad. <laughs> Divorce? At least he misses her.
2: Dan misses you because you went to the spare room.
0: <laughs> he <me>. does miss <laughs> me. I,
1: for the viewers, we were talking about this before. I was like, I need to sleep in the spare room because I just didn't get a good night's sleep for like several nights in a row. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm just like a very still, deep sleeper. Quiet. And like the rest of my family's just rolling around. And, you know, um, I don't know. Yes. Like, I just need to get some sleep in.
2: But still, like maybe Dan misses you. Where is she? Maybe he's well. He's probably cold, he's right? Pro-
1: <laughs> if you keep your temperature the same in your house, and then you're used to sleeping in bed with somebody, and then you go to a separate beds, then you're colder. Yeah, it's so true. Which I love. I love. It was so cold in the room that I
3: was in. I was like, oh, it's so cold, and I'm so cozy under the blanket. I and love I sleeping in a cold room. That's right. it for me. Like that, and s- tons of blankets. Mm perfect yeah you're like 10 degrees yeah 10 degrees yeah, yeah. you like oh it freezing <laughs> exactly. totally
0: yeah i like to wake up with ice kim are you gonna do it you have no idea what mine is it's hilarious okay ready? I'm let's hear it yeah, first. I'm ready. first sentence of page 30 in the book closest to me this sentence describes my love life are you ready yeah yes.
3: okay yep. the
0: sentence is no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh i love that hey maybe you need to say no more in your life you need to set no. boundaries in your love life <laughs> i yeah. not <know>, no <laughs> or maybe that's what she does now yeah or josh
1: <laughs> honey. Or no. josh no. i'm feeling for you josh no. Thinking about like, you know. are
3: you in the mood you're like no
1: no period
0: <laughs> no <laughs>
3: oh that's so funny oh Oh my my god God.
0: when i opened it up i was like get out of here
3: (laughs) see see, like it kind of fits perfectly it's hilarious
0: okay who's next
3: i love how sarah's closest
1: book is the four
3: percent fix
1: (laughs) that's totally you (laughs) how can be more productive
3: you could be four percent more productive okay what is it sir all right so
2: putting on your own virtual oxygen mass sounds straightforward enough but for most of us it requires strategy planning and commitment <laughs> <laughs> totally this is you like having to figure out what to do with the kids
1: and You're
0: like yes, I gotta do totally. things so
2: like <laughs> <Yeah>. strategy organizing <laughs> especially if my love life I am committed to spending time with my husband <laughs> oh,
3: that's so that's important true. A, lot of you people, a lot of couples don't I have to plan it out time. and strategize <laughs> what a I do so I have energy by the end of the night. Oh, we <laughs> need to make a full daily. <laughs> we need to have a midday pattern. nap. Yeah. <laughs> I think naps are important. I uh, love that argue over here. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so What's I'm recording name? in my eight-year-old nephew's bedroom. <laughs> oh, okay, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, the book I'm reading from is I Survived. <laughs> True stories Ugh, um, of courageous creatures they're apparently true stories so okay oh so on page 30 the first sentence is actually a fact so (laughs) in the summer the eastern north american monarch butterfly makes its home in the northern united states and southern canada
1: Hmm. you're the monarch butterfly making
3: its home okay stop actually If this okay if this fits I can't so I am planning on moving from Edmonton back to the Okanagan which is the south and I'm in the Southern north Canada there and you go you're a butterfly monarch butterfly stop migrating are you kidding so does that mean I'm gonna find a man when I move back
0: yes yes yeah, some loving is coming your way fly butterfly
3: totally
1: you're gonna know do- it's going to be a butterfly though a male butterfly. Cute. Should
3: I get a new tattoo? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Imagine yes. if you
0: got a tattoo just from yes. this game.
3: I would love it. Oh my God.
1: But
0: like a butterfly tattoo is nice. At least it's not like, I don't know. It's traditional. It's not like the word no. Yeah. Should I put the word no on my body? No.
3: Yeah. It's like a worm or something like no.
0: that. The North American maggot.
3: <laughs> yeah. Likes to you know make it home in rotting flesh <laughs> yeah, at, least, yeah,
0: <laughs> totally. at least you got butterflies could have been way yeah. worse
3: yeah. yeah especially some That's of the great. things in here there's cockroaches and stuff so okay, wait. honestly
0: is that butterfly going south
3: yes because what's the migrating American mm-hmm. monarch butterfly makes its home in the northern u.s and southern canada yes okay. yeah the canada. okanagan canada. south. great Probably. anyways makes it so home. you're moving to yeah. a soyuz <laughs> I so would move anywhere from Vernon to a Soyuz, honestly. I thought it was yeah. saying
0: you were going south. And then I was like, oh, watch out. Ashley's Ooh. going down, Ooh. if you know what I mean.
3: Yikes. <laughs> no, I think you're finding your love. Oh um, my gosh, I can't wait. Yeah. The summer fling, that sounds awesome for me. <laughs> I can't wait for that.
1: We killed a whole bunch of moths, I wanted to say. Oh. We, we collect these fuzzy caterpillars in the fall. We stick them in a jar and then they make their cocoons really quickly. And then we usually notice when they come out and the kid's get to play with the moths and it's very happy. But like, I've been busy. So the moths came out and they're like just dead in there. I feel like there's a little uh, cocoons oh, cool. on the stick there, there. Yeah, is it but, soft? Yeah, it is. Their yeah. fur is kind of like fiberglass. You're not supposed to really handle them. It can get into your skin and it can get itchy. They make their cocoons out of their fur. Or their hair.
3: anyway. How interesting. You don't don't remind
1: me of. I know it's
2: totally different and totally off topic, but you don't remind me of. I have a giant cactus in one of my flower beds. It's normally contained and I make sure I don't touch it or whatever. (laughs) And the other
0: day, I was... It's normally contained? What happened? It escaped? Don't fall into it. (laughs) We know you're accident prone. But still... So is it contained behind a cage to protect her from her clumsy self? Walk. I was gardening and I was watering
2: on a different plant and I was trying to trim some flowers to put flowers in a vase and one dropped and I forgot that the cactus was behind and the way I bent down, I bent down and it... Poked your bum? <laughs> like in yeah. a cartoon. Did you go ah, on my bum? I was like, oh! And I thought I got it out, but then it took a while. Every time I move, I was like, "Oh, I think some more is still there." <laughs> and that's, uh, oh, that's
1: there. a that's the special time you had with your husband that day was him picking cactus thorns out of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> totally. No. Like, well, this is what I had him on. You're like, "Hey, can you help me with something?" You take it down your pants. He's like,
3: "Yeah." You're like, "Cactus thorns."
0: <laughs> Here's some threes. Okay.
3: Well, honestly, sometimes when you shave and then you know it, the hair grows back, it feels kind of like a cactus. True. Yeah, that's true. That is true. See, we're relating everything here. We can yeah, let's right. play
0: that game whatever anybody oh. says we'll just do an association <laughs> to it
3: <laughs> how quickly can Kim make a sexual joke out of it a sexual joke out <laughs> like of that of shaved ass
0: <laughs> I think the joke I made it shaved my <laughs> ass by, the, by the way it'll shave just, my ass by the way <laughs> just for the record I do want yes. the world to know yet <laughs> doesn't mean you won't here first natural (laughs) hairy ass for me have
3: you ever gotten it waxed no
0: sarah would would never
3: really oh okay so i got it waxed once and i thought it was gonna be so painful is the least painful place to wax Mm -hmm. oh interesting waxed I wonder why
0: they're like no nerve endings there or something like what's the deal with that (laughs) or
3: maybe there's like not that much hair I mean Um, I can't speak for everyone yeah (laughs) she was like okay I'm done and I was like I didn't know you
0: like we started
3: started? yeah (laughs) easy peasy isn't that called the Brazilian that's when you get everything yeah 100%. Yeah, they call it the horseshoe of death at some point during the waxing session
0: Yeah. What? Who said that?
3: The, the waxer. The waxer
0: just, said that I'm going to do your horseshoe of death now. That's what she said. <laughs> what? nobody's you. died there before. Why are you calling <laughs> the horseshoe of death?
3: So she did like the lips and then be Brazilian or be asshole. What are we? She ra- was like, "Okay, hey, we're going to go do the horseshoe of death." Oh, the horseshoe of death. Brazilian. Maybe she got farted
1: at once and it was foul
0: that's why she called it the horseshoe of death
3: oh maybe i don't, I don't know. know why would you call it the horseshoe that's yeah. kind of weird. for me i thought that meant pain yes yeah i think the I top know. part more near like the clip was a little more sensitive so i think that, that makes sense she called, like the horseshoe of death
0: hmm. yeah oh okay so, so but i was pain. like you were like,
3: hyping me up for something worse than it
1: was yeah call it something nice and uh relaxing yeah. i'd be terrified leave the wax
3: on like that's fine <laughs> Oh, just, yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: it's as smooth as if the hairs were removed, just having a wax
3: coating. Yeah, just
0: tint it to match
1: my skin color and just cover it up.
0: We're
3: good to go. <laughs> I'm fine with this. Thank you. Okay, wait, wait, no, no, no. You guys were talking about the oh Yeah. Oh yeah. In, that right? Sounds like Yes, a, that should be totally a way to the just That's some true. colorful That's wax down here. Yeah, put
0: wax and then stick the beads right on.
3: Rhinestones. Or the yeah. the
0: rhinestones. <laughs> That's actually cute. It's cute. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's functional, but it's definitely fashionable. I don't
3: know. Yeah, maybe not functional. I
2: don't know. Try it in Okanagan when you're there with your No, um, you too man, hot.
0: Or... the wax would melt for sure. Actually the, you, the wax would probably up. melt from friction anyway. <laughs>
3: honestly oh, yeah honestly that's so true that's what I'm kind of nervous for moving back is I'm in such an extremely cold climate now and you I'm like going it back cold. to an extremely warm climate but I'd rather be warm you'll be cold.
0: fine yeah. you're good here I'm happy you're coming back
3: yeah I thrive in the Okanagan you
0: do thrive here for sure
3: I know I was just thinking I was like oh me and Kim are gonna have to go for lunch
0: oh yeah
1: yeah <laughs> I want to come back to the tarot cards for a second yeah, you're saying like, sometimes oh. you pull like, up a tarot card and you're like, I needed to hear this. Mm. I wonder if people are like more likely sure. to trust tarot cards if their life is like, a hot mess.
0: No, 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 Like you
1: pick it up and you're like, hey, I no. need all of this advice. <laughs> Every card
0: is that advice I need. It's literally, you're hitting it on the head, but you don't realize it's how open you are. So if that person is desperate and they came to the tarot cards because they're looking for messages because they don't know what to do, then they're all about it. But mm. some people... Aren't but what open. if your personality
1: is you're on the fence? You're like, I don't know. But then when your life is really poor, you're like, you nailed it. But you could go through the whole deck and be like, I need all of this because I know nothing.
0: It depends. Sometimes because the tarot is going to tell you whatever you actually need to know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the reason your life's all fucked up is because you're in denial about what you need to know. And so if I the don't tarot know about that. Is that your <laughs> denial? Yeah.
1: Did it come off as denial? First stage. Well, at first I was yeah, messed I was, my denial.
0: up, I'm not finished. Mm. I was like, why are you so competitive? skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've had it before. Well, I had a, a mentor, a tarot mentor once, and that's what she told me too, no. which I also low-key understand could be just a bad tarot card reader's way of being like, oh, they just don't <laughs> understand. Even though the person like, this has nothing to do with me. None of these cards make any sense. <laughs> yeah. the tarot card reader's like, it's, you're not ready for the message yet. <laughs>
3: yeah. I've read some scammy tarot card readers. They'll tell you kind of a few like basic things, but then if you want to know the more detailed stuff, they'll be like, well, you got to come for a second reading. Um, (laughs) obviously people want to know like the more juicy stuff, right? A cliffhanger
0: tarot card reading? That's rude. Although if the last card literally is a cliffhanger, like Sarah's favorite card, the moon. Uh, Yeah, I hate the moon. It's the worst. (laughs) The moon. Is the moon always a cliffhanger? And the moon is literally like, you don't get to know. That's what the moon means. It's like, oh, is it? You have to be okay with not knowing. It's going to be a surprise. (laughs) Yeah. You're in the dark. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's it. And you're like, fuck off. That's my final card. For Sarah, it's the worst. I hate you. Sarah will do like four tarot card readings in one day, just so she can hear more.
1: It's just like the moon every time. Yeah.
2: Sorry. We saw you coming. Totally. Yeah, from space. Totally. Yeah. I said to KJ, while she's doing it, even though I know the cards are telling me what I need to hear, I'll be like, I just need some good news. And she'll be like, but that, you have- bad news it's just news yeah. yeah except for if you're getting the tower yeah. and it's like your life is falling apart and you're not dealing with it you're in a burning building do something and i'm like no okay. we should get sarah like, a shirt that's got the
1: moon on it I hate this the reminder
0: moon. the moon <laughs> lowing over the tower the crumbling tower yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you don't get to know how it is it's currently crumbling but it's terrifying Good luck. yeah your present is the tower your final is the moon i'd be like
0: Fuck.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> my computer just did a blue 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 but i thought i had it on do not disturb oh I didn't you try. got disturbed I, of- I thought your battery You're was disturbed. dying so i think a
0: disturbance is better than a dead battery
1: i've got to plug it plugged in the computer because i've had that happen your social battery
0: that would be a uh, problem my
1: social <laughs> i have a, my watch tells me body battery like how much oh. i recovered at night stuff like that so I- what about
0: last night in the spare bedroom what were your ah, results? I didn't have a
1: good recovery because I had, I of interruptions. Cool. No, they said because yeah. of high stress levels yesterday.
0: Oh, and how do they know that? Like, what is it? Heart rate
1: it monitors my stress.
0: Like how does it calculate your stress?
1: I'm not actually exactly, exactly. I'm not exactly, exactly. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> you how sound it pretty exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like stuck on that word, but it, it does measure heart rate variability. And I think that's used as
2: part of it.
0: Yeah, because I'd like to see a day of sex on the stress report versus Mm -hmm. a day of sick, angry children and see like, you know what I mean? Maybe they're similar because like there's good stress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So I'd like to see.
1: those. My whole health strategy right now is about good stress. So they're going to say
0: sex. (laughs) (laughs) My whole health strategy is good sex. It's good
1: sex. sex I had this gross smoothie with broccoli sprouts because they've got sulforaphane, which Ooh, is like a okay, And then I've been doing the sauna. Tell me about um, the
0: grossness more.
1: The grossness? Why it it gross. tastes gross because... Well, why couldn't
3: gross. you do something that also made it taste good? I heard putting apples in smoothies make it taste pretty good. I put bananas and kefir to make it taste better.
0: Was it a penis smoothie? Are <laughs> you making a phallic yeah, smoothie? Yeah, I
1: guess because I did like broccoli sprouts and they it look like cubes. Right? The- <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: broccoli remember the sprouts? from the last yeah episode? from the last one remember the, the coitus yeah. the penis smoothie and the vagina smoothie or are you saying what about <laughs> the about the sprouts looking like pubes
0: is that what you're saying what to oh no but that's bonus that's literally that. the cherry on top
2: maybe that's the merkin smoothie
0: right Ew. the merkin <laughs>
2: smoothie because everyone <laughs> yeah. wants to eat hair <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, yeah. But anyway, it tastes bad just because the compounds didn't taste bad. Was it really gritty
3: from the broccoli?
1: No, it's broccoli sprouts.
0: Oh, you know, those sprouts that were super popular. They still exist, obviously. Alfalfa. But like, yeah. Alfalfa. Is it like those? Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's that like those, but, like? Oh, but well, they see. look okay. a little different. Do you want to see what they look like? Sure. Yeah. All yeah, okay.
0: right.
3: Okay. I'll be back. Minute, I got lots
1: of broccoli sprouts right now. One minute. Okay, great.
3: Oh, this is some juicy stuff for the people who watch on YouTube.
0: Get your friends. The broccoli yeah. sprouts are coming. Yeah. Can you guys see?
1: <laughs>
3: oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, can you those see those that kid look like yeah, I can it a sandwich. sandwich.
1: It looks cool. Yeah, there would be good in a sandwich.
0: And do they I'm taste sure, like
1: broccoli? No, you know, like uh cruciferous vegetables have kind of like spicy taste like radishes yeah, when they're
0: raw. Yeah. I know yeah. What you mean. So it's
1: kind of got that a little bit of a bite. Oh but, like not like as much as radish. I mix in radish sprouts as well. They're high in the enzyme that converts. I was just gonna
0: say, does it make your broccoli sprout more effective?
1: Yeah, yeah. So basically the broccoli sprout has things called glu- glucoraphanin in it and myrosinase, which is the enzyme. And then when you break them up, like in a smoothie or chewing, they combine to make a compound isothiocyanate called sulforaphane, which gives your body a little stress. And so it activates these protective enzymes in your cells. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's, it feels like it's kind of a superfood low key.
1: Yeah. It's like giving yourself a little bit of poisons. So your body is like, I'll take care of it but yeah. then takes care of other things. So uh, the first one I did, I had too much. <laughs> it was a little oh. bit, first of all, I didn't feel good. I was like, Oh, so oh. I, I decided to throw it up. I think it was too late. And then my temperature dropped oral temperature.
3: Yeah. Um, As opposed below. to your
0: anal temperature. Well, I know yeah. you like to get a fulsome <laughs> reading. So you check all the well, orifices.
3: <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, I don't know what my core body temperature was doing, but I know what the temperature of my mouth was. And it okay. was below what my thermometer would read. So it was below 32.5. You got a cold mm. mouth? And it was cold. My body, I told, said my mom, like, am I cold? And she's like, yes. I was like, okay, draw a bath for me. So I got into the bath. So I got up to <laughs> like draw over 36. Me, <laughs> and I got warmed up. And then I went to bed. My temperature dropped again between like the oh. bath and the bed. And they covered me in lots of blankets. I put in fleece on. I stayed there until my body temperature stabilized. But the funny thing is... My body temperature is now higher than it used to be like by oh, a degree. So great. I did something weird to my body, but then I felt great. Cause I hadn't, mm. I was not feeling great. And then I felt really great. And so I've been trying to have, I eased back up and I'm doing maybe like half of this. I will put into a shake. Oh, yes. I see. I see. Yes. Anyway. So like that stress and heat stress, <laughs> like and the sauna. Wow. And, how
3: and interesting. And like, you have to like kind of push your body.
1: Push it. But don't push it too far because people do that with exercise sometimes too, where they, they get past the bad feeling, which is good, but if they go way too far, then it's hard for your body to recover. You have to still let your body recover, but hello, puppies. Oh, Sorry, Kim's just cute. moving her camera Yeah, it's, to the so dogs. Cute. I'm not calling everybody on the podcast puppies. Hello,
0: puppies. <laughs> hello, puppies. Oh, hello, they're so puppy. cute. If you see
1: the YouTube
3: version of this, yeah, you see oh, what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? It's not. I'm just, i all pink. I'm all He's blushing. She's actually calling us a bitch. Hello, puppies. <laughs> what a
0: change. Like, here's my science lesson. And then you end it with, hello, puppies.
1: <laughs> I'm also hot because... I went grunge because of the book being in the 90s. Oh, well, so the yes. playlist. I was trying to do 90s songs for my playlist choices as well as I noticed other people also did. Yeah, but- the playlist had two Nirvana songs, which is like well, because she even talked yes. about listening to Nirvana in the book. Yeah, totally. I know, I was
3: good. Why did you guys choose the songs that you chose for the playlist? Is it just because she was saying that she was kind of listening to songs like that, or is it a feeling you felt that you felt like the same way when you listened to the songs, or
1: so I wanted to get songs that were mainly like in the '90s because of the time. But so I tried oh, to pick a out Nirvana song that had something to do with the plot. So I picked mm-hmm. "Lounge Act." If you listen to the lyrics, you'll get it. You'll be like, "Oh yeah," because I thought it, it kind of like described a little bit her relationship with the other boy who had lost a parent. right? Um, yeah, totally. You no, know, like, so that's why yeah. I picked that song. And then I put boys to men because I was like looking up songs. I was like, boys to men. I haven't listened to them forever. They have this song called, it's so hard to right say yesterday. goodbye to yesterday. So I put that on there because it's like perfect for the book. Part of the things about something like that, it's not just that their mom died, which is terrible. But their dad is now in jail and everything yeah. has changed their whole life. Mm-hmm. Nothing will ever be the same. And like, nothing is ever going to be always the same but it's such a big shift right yeah. so i like that song and then jenny was a friend of mine because of jenna and jenny yeah, I that's- mm-hmm. and like that's that 90s. song okay. is not from the 90s it's from the 2000s but it also talks about somebody being questioned them being suspicious of what happened you know so that's kind of a, like a crime song i think i picked another one but i don't remember no but that's I like why that. i try to look at the plot yeah that's
3: what i do i think about that's the plot. very thought so, out that's cool what about what you guys, guys? okay let me think
0: about my songs because i don't remember them because i already sent okay them away. i'll tell you
2: hey joe was perfect you picked hey joe took a gun and killed his wife because he i heard dead you dead shot your lady her. down yeah, yeah that yeah, makes yeah. sense because yeah.
0: that's what happened
2: <clears throat> you put where did you sleep last night which also oh, makes sense because yeah. the dad said another nirvana dad... song yeah <laughs> well it may not be
0: an original nirvana but performed by nirvana
2: yeah i got on. it oh, here psycho oh psycho killer, oh, psycho killer. Yeah. say.
0: Ba, 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 ba. And murder was the case
3: by Snoop. I don't think oh, I need yeah, to explain totally.
0: why I picked these songs. No,
3: <laughs> just the titles themselves are kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah, Sarah? and me Sorry. and Ashley both
2: did. Ashley picked it. I was going to pick it, but then I took it off. Was it kicks one?
3: Uh oh, pump up kicks by Foster yep. the People. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally. Okay, so I specifically wanted to pick that song for the line. So one, it's about kids, right? But it's also, one of the lyrics says something like, you better outrun my bullet, outrun my gun. Faster
0: than my bullet. Yes. Yeah. And I
3: just the vibe of it, it really felt to me like it fit the book really well. So yeah, I thought I it thought was really too. fun that you also picked it. Because when I was reading, it, that was the first song that popped into my head. I was like, I that has to be on the playlist. Nice. I also picked, oh, Somebody That I Used to Know by Goit or Gotay yeah. or something. <clears throat> That fit well, too, because like you guys were saying, their lives completely changed, right? Like it slipped mm-hmm. 180, will never be the same. And I feel like that song saying, you're somebody that I used to know, that's probably how they felt about their past self, their dad, even about them as siblings. I thought that was a good I one.
0: love that song. Have you yes. ever heard it I from American it. Idol when those two people no. did it? Oh my God, it's the best version ever. I'm pretty sure it's Philip Phillips.
3: Okay, and I don't oh, remember
0: good. who the girl is. I can't remember the girl's name, but it's so good. Like that was the first time I heard that song on American Idol. That was the first version I heard. That's my preference. So, like when I hear the what's his name, Gotcha or Goche or something, yeah, first, something,
3: yeah. When I yeah, hear that me.
0: version, it leaves me wanting more because what I really want is the Philip Philip. Uh, like it's uh, like a mashup, right? They only yeah. do I don't know a minute of it instead of uh, the whole song.
3: Oh, I oh, hate so when good. covers of songs are better than the original, and then you can't find them anywhere but YouTube. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I'll put it on the show notes so people can listen to it. Yes, oh, yeah. nice. that would be me good. too. I do also want to mention my last song that I picked. It's an old one, but it kind of started resurfacing again last year, I think it was. But it was, it's it called Running Up That Hill? Running Up
2: That Hill. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. Such a
3: great song. Yes. So okay. it became popular again because it was used a lot during Stranger Things, which is huge, right? But when my dad passed, I found that song. I was watching someone on YouTube and they had that song playing in the background. And so when my dad passed, that song was all I listened to. And I thought that was cool to add because they lost their dad around the same age, too. Mm-hmm. If I was them, that would be my soundtrack. Nice. Yeah. Oh,
1: I love it. Yeah. Now I have to
3: listen to it. I have to listen to it when we're done
1: off here guess. Oh, yeah.
3: I listened to the playlist because I live like half an hour from my bro. I listened to it the whole way here. Just you know, to, get, get, to get primed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So I picked Tupac, Dear Mama. Yes. Obviously. For many reasons, right? Can't believe so, you guys
0: all didn't pick it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Embarrassing.
2: <laughs> and then mine were more about the kids. So I also put Oh, Father by Madonna. Mm. So that was like her being like, I got away from you. Yeah. And now you can't hurt me anymore. Mm, and then perfect. I got No Son of Mine because I felt like the dad and the lawyer was trying to make Jeremy testify mm-hmm. against and so mm-hmm. it was like when he like stood up in court and you know said you're a liar and it was i felt like that kind of was associated because yeah. his father was like you're no son of mine because you're defending your mom mm-hmm. yeah oh and i put uh, i will remember you i put that because the whole jeremy thing like in her studio like reading her journals and stuff i felt like yeah. that was kind of re- relevant like was you that- remember me i will remember you the you know Sarah McLaughlin. yeah man? yeah yeah
1: do you ever have
0: a song that's like perfect for it but you don't want to pick it because you don't like that song
1: (laughs) let's hear it what song did you have no i'm thinking about
0: that phil collins song like i wouldn't have picked it even though it it works yeah because i don't like it
1: right yeah you want the playlist to be something you want to listen to (laughs) No but exactly
0: exactly right like
2: (laughs) i wanted something though at the end for jeremy too because i had something for jenna so i felt like that's a
0: formula you know She's what I be mean? Fair. Yeah. okay, I represent Jenna. I have to represent Jeremy. Like, yes,
1: <laughs> yes. She's always trying to like manage the fairness arguments with three children. We have to make sure it's fair. So you don't even have to have the, the fairness discussion.
2: That's so funny, but that's true. That's exactly what I did. I didn't even realize it consciously, but I was like, well, if I'm representing Jenna, I have to represent Jeremy.
3: <laughs> that's You'll feel actually so out. cute. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> totally. Uh, I love when being a mom just comes out in ways that you don't even just notice absurd. it.
2: Yeah,
3: it wasn't conscious. <laughs> yeah. But
1: yes, that's, yeah, so that's exactly
3: why I did
2: it. I was like, I, I literally was looking one for one for Jeremy.
1: Part of that is our mom. Oh. When my mom comes to visit, she gives the kids, let's say she brings them gummy bears. She'll give them the exact same gummy bears. Not just the same number, the same colors.
3: She'll be like, to <laughs> sure. I'm the same way with my nephews. They get the exact same thing, same color. They get like a really big uh, chocolate too. It's got to be the exact same. I don't care. It just makes Uh, it easy. Exactly right. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, even if they're fighting, oh, that's mine, that's mine. It's the same thing.
0: I think that's kind of funny. Back to the original kind of serious conversation about how siblings experience the same event different I'm an only child so perhaps I'm speaking from a privileged standpoint not having to suffer with sharing and stealing or whatever of a sibling but if someone got me the same gift exact same gift as someone else because they just wanted it to be fair I'd be like you don't even know me like yeah (laughs)
1: But you know what? The parents save themselves so much grief. As a kid, yes, I was like, why yeah. do you always get us the same? We don't want to look exactly the same all the time. And we're always like, "That's it's the worst. And as an adult now, I'm just like, yes, I just wish everybody would give my kids the exact same thing. Because every time they're like, but she's got that and she's yeah. got that. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. we're not playing this game. You can just have nothing then.
3: It's always you want what you can't have. Yeah, yeah, you. totally. If you got the same thing, you're like, oh, I wanted different things. You get different things. You're like, Well, they have something I don't have now. Yeah. You're never winning with kids. Well, that's what I was just going to say, too. Like, you're never winning.
0: They're fighting over the same thing anyway. So the conversations about, I don't know, sharing or life's not fair. So it's not your fucking birthday. You don't get a present. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah. Instead
0: of just trying to avoid it by, like, coming up with other moves, you know? but oh, you don't yeah, win either way true. so
1: whatever you do you, but yeah. just a little bit of peace every once in a while you're just like oh now we don't have to deal with that right now yeah. right it's good that they're gonna fight over it anyway but just maybe less
2: maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe hopefully please i want to bring up one thing yes so okay. what about did you guys the think book about, this is yeah and this is a spoiler what okay. did you guys think about the end how he named everyone after his sister jennifer his dead sister,
1: that he felt responsible yeah. for her death, even though he wasn't, because he and was the, a child and she fell off from a tree. Yeah. yeah.
2: It was kind of it creepy, be, right? That the yeah. two kids died with
1: and the same man. Yeah, name he kind of seemed like a piece of work anyway. Like he's, you know, sleeping with his client.
3: Like so, I, I almost feel like they were trying to justify making him a bad person. something like his origin story if that makes sense i mean that's what happens
1: right anybody who's really really messed up something happened that messed them up imagine like you said you didn't like a name and he goes behind your back and names your kid the name that you said
3: you don't want Yeah, divorce yeah we'd be going to the courthouse
1: and then you find out that he had a daughter (laughs) that was named that before who died and a sister (laughs) <laughs> was the yeah that's like, fair what I like that the girl in the end changed her name she's like I don't really want to be named after two dead people and I was like good for you
3: oh totally taking her power back right yeah
2: yeah and she decided to name herself after the name her mother was going to name. yeah her. That yeah that was kind oh, of I cool. didn't like honor one her mother yeah yeah, yeah yeah
3: yeah that's yeah. so yeah. beautiful kind of going back to your question though I do think so I don't know sometimes when I'm reading or watching a show where they're like, oh, and I feel like I'm responsible for this person's death. And it's like, they were probably going to die, whether you were there or not. That's kind of how I felt. Were you really the reason? But I think or- people do feel that. They think, what could That's I have true, done? Right? Like, right? They it's do that feel- negotiating
1: part of grief, you know, oh, that if you never really get past it, mm-hmm. then you. what if I done something different? And some people just never get past that. They always think that. And they yep, never fully
0: breathe. I think they I also think like, were like were establishing yeah. him as a narcissist. And mm-hmm. so that's something a narcissist would do too. Is like, oh, this death is about me. Yes. That person <laughs> died, but
3: <laughs> I'm cursed. Yeah, yeah. I'm the victim, but I'm the one who's experiencing all the emotions from her, I'll name right? all yeah. of my
0: children, Jennifer, from <laughs> now on. <laughs> 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 when Jenna <laughs> was hugging him and it was a little yes! too long
1: and a little too adult,
2: yeah. Hugs it was and and the fact that he admitted at the end that he was like put making me put suntan lotion lotion on you and you were so beautiful and i was having Mm -hmm. weird feelings i was like well good thing she got away from you
3: i totally agree i was uncomfortable reading it i couldn't even imagine being like experiencing that you know or even
2: the mom watching it Mm -hmm. no wonder the mom was like i gotta get her out the mom had like good instincts though right yeah i gotta
1: get
3: her out like, like yeah Too far. Yeah, it had a lot of good topics in there, and it was banned. Having something like that in there, too, I didn't know as a kid what was. Like, you know, when you know behavior is bad, but no one ever told me certain behaviors were bad. To have it in a book like that, where it's being written, this isn't okay, this is creepy.
1: It's kind of nice that there's books out there that maybe a kid could read and be like, yes, oh, okay. It's not just me with my spidey sense thinking something's weird. Everyone thinks that's wrong. Exactly. Other people think it's wrong. I'm having a good intuition. Sometimes people want to shield kids from the The evils of the world, the horrors of the world, but they're probably going to see some of them eventually. So at what point is it okay for them to, you know, read it? And, you know, this kind of stuff happens to 12, 14 year olds. So why not read a book
3: about it? Yeah. And to read it from the children's perspective, instead of the parents being like, oh, and I saw this happen to my daughter. Mm -hmm. This is how I felt. It's kind of coming from her being like, This is what I was experiencing, right? And to also see that your other parent should stick up for you. Your guardian should be protecting you, which sometimes in the things that I listen to or read, that doesn't happen a lot. I hear so many stories where a child was being abused or something was a little off. The other parent knew, but just kind of brushed it off. And that's not- It's like denial, right? They're hoping
0: so bad that it's not true. Yeah.
3: And it's the worst case because you're you're hurting a child. Like,
0: yeah, it's uh, some dark stuff for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah on that it... note, this concludes.
3: It does pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, like yeah. on that note. <laughs> was... On uh... a really sad note, um, <laughs> <laughs> would you guys recommend it? Nice save. Um, okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, actually, you go first. So I would recommend it for the age group for around that age. I don't think I would really recommend it to anyone like out of high school. For me, it was a little too young of a read, but I did like how quick it went by, just how short the book was. It kind of got to the punches in a good amount of time for me. So depending on the age, I would recommend
2: So for me, I said the same thing. I was like, it's a so-so because I wouldn't really recommend it for me, but for Mm -hmm. a young adult or someone that age group, I think it's great. Hits a lot of topics. If someone's grieving about a parent that died, it's perfect. But yeah, it's not really, I wasn't running to read it. It wasn't complicated like an adult book would be Mm -hmm. with a similar topic. Yeah. Yeah. They laid it all out. Yeah. 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 What do you think?
0: I would, I recommend it. I wouldn't not recommend it. (laughs) but i don't know if i'm willing to go so far as to say i would recommend it so, <laughs> so i'm gonna stay there in that little space like if someone had the book
3: and they're like should i read it you'd be like yeah but yes. they're I'll be like try you could get it on amazon for a
0: month you have it i mean it's short
3: <laughs> if you have nothing else to do yeah, yeah. i have hut. so
0: many copies yes! <laughs> Yeah. do you need a copy? you can have one <laughs> i recommend it if you buy it yeah like i'll give it away
3: <laughs> yes. it's free yeah like, yeah you no. gave it to me <laughs> oh that's funny what about you I,
1: I feel like i'm the same i didn't dislike it it was short it was a fast read i will not read it again that that is the measure for me will i read it again mm-hmm. and i brought this into the sun and someone's like into the sun i was like you know i'm not gonna read this again that's what i told them so <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not one of those beloved that you take off the shelf again. I feel the same way about it'd be, But yeah, I understand the age because it'd be an interesting to do like at school, but do it like as a discussion book with people, yeah. right? Like it's an interesting book to discuss. Mm-hmm. Like Kim, I, I wouldn't say don't read it. It's yeah.
3: Fine oh cool i like that we're all on the same page we're off
2: to the hunger game yes
3: oh stop. oh and ashley is joining us <gasps> yes, yes! Yay! yes the coming. hunger games is when i when i heard it that was it so <laughs> you had me at ashley's games. coming yes know, right. i'm very excited you guys the fan
0: becomes the member Great. this
3: is really true <laughs> yes fans. and i'm
2: so happy to be <laughs> one this interruption is brought to you by unpublished Do you want to know more about the members and Book Interrupted? Go behind the scenes. Visit our website at www.bookinterrupted.com.
0: Book Interrupted. Okay, here is a really crazy interruption. I now do not mind the interruption of cleaning my cat litter because I have found the perfect way to do it. So what normally would have been a terrible interruption that I would want to avoid and potentially, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy would leave too long and get extra stinky. I now with joy do every single day and they're not a sponsor, but they should be because pretty litter has like changed my life. It's super expensive, but it's so worth it because they litter literally doesn't smell at all and I got one of those cat litter boxes that has like a sifter on it and so those two products combined make litter box cleaning a dream so there you go my fellow cat lovers out there get yourself some pretty litter and a sifter box and enjoy your life
2: book interrupted it's book report time we're gonna find out from each member their final thoughts and do they recommend the book Let's listen
3: hey everyone this is Ashley and this is my second personal journal for when dad killed mom and now that I have finished the whole book I have a few thoughts and one of it is I wish I read this book when I was the same age because for those of you who don't know my dad passed when I was I just turned 13 and Some of the things that they're talking about in this book, I related to a lot then, and I didn't really have any friends who had gone through similar things. So I really understand the girl in the book when she's talking about how it's hard to talk to people when they haven't gone through a similar experience, especially at such a young age, that's something that's really hard to wrap your head around. But it was kind of nice and therapeutic in that way for me. I feel like it almost helped heal my inner child a little bit. So that was really nice. And overall, the book was okay. I probably wouldn't read the book again myself. I kind of try and divide books into will I read again, read it once but wouldn't read it again, and wish I never read it at all. And... This one for me is in the middle. I'm happy I read the book and I would recommend it to kids of that age. And I don't think it should have been banned because it talks about a a lot of really important topics in my opinion. I don't know why that's not more normalized for children. Going through puberty in itself and just family dynamic changes is a lot to deal with. And now that we have the internet, there's a lot of resources but sometimes just reading it from people that are supposed to be around your age makes it easier in my opinion versus hearing it from adults, which is what I heard a lot. I heard a lot of feedback just from adults. So I liked that it was from the kid's point of view. Did I like the ending? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was a little predictable and I don't know if that's because I read a lot of crime and mystery novels with that, you kind of just pick up things when you're thinking about foreshadowing. So, yeah, it was okay. It was not bad. Uh, I honestly would have been happy if my nephew was read this at the same time and we talked about it because I would love to get their opinion. They're a little too young still, though. My oldest nephew is just turning nine. So, I don't know, maybe when they're in middle school or something, but I don't think this deserved to be banned. I've read a ton of other more gruesome books that are banned in school so I don't know why this one is. Happy I picked it, and I'm even happier that I'm on the podcast, and I can't wait to hear what the other girls think. Thank you guys for listening.
0: Okay, I think there was suspicion that I might be getting two books in my last check in, and I want to update you. I did. I got two, and so I sent one to Meredith because she didn't have one, so that worked out well. I. Have a hard time deciding if I like this book or not. I don't not like it. Basically, what happened was I bought a bunch of books, like a bunch of books that I really want to read. Now, the books that we're reading this season, I also want to read for the podcast. But some of them maybe I I wouldn't have picked by myself. And so I would classify them as a book that someone else wants me to read. And I historically have problems with that, like in high school. If I was assigned a book that was not in my interest group a science fiction for example like 1984 man or what else the Hobbit those were hard to read I don't even think I finished the Hobbit but anyway the point is that I have a hard time reading a book that I didn't want to read or that I didn't pick I didn't initially decide I want to read that so I bought a bunch of books that I did decide I wanted to read and I was so excited to start them and so that is what made me this is my whole point like long story short too late i went to bed looking forward to reading when dad killed mom but not because i was enjoying the book because it was going to get me to the books i actually wanted to read i just wanted to finish it and i think it might just be because it's young adult maybe like i felt like there was a couple stories or like plot twists or what i don't even know what you would call them that were planted almost like seeds that didn't come to fruition which whatever but I don't know in some cases I want the book to go farther with those things like why would you even say that if you weren't going to make it a thing I was considering it after maybe the author wanted to make the reader think something and then it wasn't true I don't know I just don't even want to really spend that much time thinking about it because like my experience of reading it which was kind of rushing through the end of it so I could get to what I really wanted to read it's the same thing I don't want to spend a lot of time thinking and talking about this because there are so many more interesting things to think and talk about how terrible is that i'm sorry ashley if the book wasn't bad it was like a young adult book so it was what you would expect that to be and i think sarah said it well in the group conversation it wasn't complex and maybe that's what it is because i'm so complex and i need a lot of complexity in my reading not true but anyway it's something like that you know what a good young adult book is, I think I already Manuscript Monday to this, but Holes by Louis Satcher. That is a good book. And that I would argue is moderately complex. So if you haven't read that book, read it. If you're wanting to have a young adult novel, it's probably even younger than young adult. But anyway, if you want to have a book that's not for grown-ups, traditionally and read it and see, that's the one. It's really, really good. And don't watch the movie first. Just read the book. It's so good. <laughs> so this is that concludes my book report on holes. Just kidding. So yes, when dad killed mom, like I said already in the show, I wouldn't not recommend it. And I'm sticking to it.
2: Okay, so this is my final book report, number two, for When Dad Killed Mom. So first of all, the book was really quick. I read it as an audio book because I couldn't get the physical book. And it was a very quick read. It was less of a murder mystery and more of a book about how these children were dealing with grief. It's very clearly a young adult book. It's just not really complicated like maybe an adult book would be. So that made it a really quick, easy read as well. There's a couple things I really liked about the book. I really liked the ending of the book. The courtroom scene was great. Throughout the book, they kind of imply that there was some abuse going on between Jenna and her father, and you don't find out till the end what the issue was between Jenna and her father. So I like that there was a kind of a surprise at the end. I won't ruin it for those of you who are still reading. Yeah, I like that part of the book. I like how the book kind of describes how each child are, is dealing with their grief. So I think that's really what it was more about. I'm not sure why it was banned. There was also a part that I really liked at the end, the grandfather saying that people act a certain way based on their parents and their parents' parents and then people they don't even know like through their ancestry. So I thought that was kind of cool. I think basically this book is good for helping younger people deal with and understand people going through grief when they've lost their parents when they're young. So as for the book, though, I would just give it a so-so. It wasn't one of those books that I was like running back to read. I couldn't wait to find out what happens. It just wasn't that book for me. So I just give it a so-so. It wasn't a great read for me, but maybe it's just because I'm not the demographic for the book. Okay, off to the next book, Hunger Games. So we've
1: wrapped up our fan book, which was called When Dad Killed Mom, and we just finished the group discussion. So when you saw me last, or rather heard from me last, I hadn't really started the book. I didn't know very much about it. I'd found the audiobook. In the meantime, Kim has sent me a copy. I read the book, and I'm fully prepared to talk about it. And now that I'm here, I'm not really sure what I want to talk about. It was a... Juvenile novel, so it's aimed for younger people, so twelve plus. I don't think I'll read it again, but it doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy it. I don't know if I would recommend it necessarily because most of the people I recommend books to are not juveniles. (laughs) So that's fine. I like that it approached these serious subjects in a respectful way to young people. Like it wasn't trying to like sugarcoat things, I believe a really realistic portrayal of what two young people might be going through when their mother died at the hands of their father and the conflicts that come from there as well, how they responded to it differently. So the children are really presented as their own individuals that are responding to grief in their own way. And I think that our culture has a tendency to want to shield children from grief because things like death and murder do seem like very adult subjects, but it doesn't mean that a child is not going to experience that in some facet of their life, especially just, you know, death. Back in the day when I was a kid, I, we went to funerals, but I know that not everybody allows kids to go to funerals when love, ones die because I want to shield them from grieving. And I'm not sure if that kind of sentiment had a hand in this getting banned or not, but you know, there were adult-ish themes, but let's face it, Once you're 12, you are becoming an adult. So eventually you're going to have to learn about this stuff. And, you know, a book is maybe a safe place to explore some of these themes before they're, you know, you're thrust into them just because of your living life. So the book is set in the 90s. And at the end, spoiler alert, the one character, the daughter, wants to create a website because she's feeling very misunderstood alone, it almost feels like all of her friends don't really know what she's going through because she only knows one other person who kind of went through something similar by losing a parent and she gets the idea that it might be nice to have a place where other kids who feel kind of that loneliness can go and tell their story and feel like they belong. So she develops this website and it's interesting in the 90s people were just starting to do that and the internet wasn't what it is today. It makes you wonder, or makes me wonder if that whole process of losing a parent and stuff is maybe a little bit different because there's so much available now on the internet, good and bad. There might be places, many places somebody can go to talk to somebody from far away who's going through something similar and feel like they belong. But there might also be places where somebody who's grieving and suffering and dealing with all these conflicting feelings might be preyed upon. So it'd be interesting to see a story similar to this, but set in the present day with all those other, you know, complicated factors. And I don't really know what that would be, but it would definitely change the story because this story is more about in-person relationships. I imagine that if it was set in present day, there'd be a lot of talking to people about your feelings, you know, on the phone. Not talking on the phone, but you know, messaging and stuff like that. Anyway, it was nice to have a book that was a little bit different for the fan book and uh, looking forward to doing
2: the Hunger Games. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode, please go to our YouTube channel, Book Interrupted. You can also find our videos on www.bookinterrupted.com.
0: Can't get enough of the Book Interrupted crew? There's a YouTube channel for that. You guessed it. Book Interrupted YouTube channel has a bunch of extra footage to explore. You can see behind the scenes of making a Book Interrupted or just listen to one of our playlists. You can also find all episodes, sneak peeks, and silly videos featuring the Book Interrupted members. If you like what you see, give us a like and subscribe so we can stay connected and share more. Book Interrupted YouTube channel, filling the void between episodes.
2: Moments you can look forward to on next week's Book Interrupted welcome to this off-the-shelf episode where we are going to pull tarot
0: cards and then when you feel comfortable or when you feel like it's time anyways maybe when you feel uncomfortable that might be the best time you don't have to be ashamed i guess whatever whatever you've done oh my Leah. god yeah my word was gonna be ashamed oh it's gonna be god
3: i mean that so bad <laughs> thanks i'm glad <laughs> i i told you to pick
1: a card I <laughs> almost killed my money plant so <laughs> That's not good. Oh no! That was <laughs> foreshadowing.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't good. I yeah. shouldn't have bought that. I don't want to know. Book
3: interrupted.
0: Never forget, every child matters.